it's Harry again. Uh, this is the second episode in my audio journal of the coronavirus. I hope all of you are well. And uh, a prayer to those who aren't. There are lots of them. Some of them experiencing symptoms of the coronavirus or have loved ones who are experiencing symptoms or have died even. But uh, I think a prayer for all of them is appropriate. And I've been thinking of uh, that first day when this began to feel real. The restaurant where I work switched overnight from a full-service restaurant to a takeout only. And, and up till that point, uh, about 1% of our business had been takeout. Uh, but we transformed pretty seamlessly. We uh, posted an abbreviated menu on Facebook, uh, prepped it out a little. And we had two servers taking orders and two cooks cooking them. Uh, during a regular operation, we would schedule f- four servers, three hosts, five cooks, in a dishwasher, 13 people. And now we had only four. It felt very empty in the restaurant. It was like an airplane hangar. And uh, there was once an orchestra of, of sound, individually indistinguishable notes and there was now just a few notes here and there and you could tell where each one of them came from and describe what they were and who did it Uh, you could hear the fans in the dining room and the hum of the hood vents sucking up all that grease and at that point it felt just novel uh, not final and we started off better than expected we cooked 16 orders in the first 30 minutes Uh, But by the end of the two-and-a-half-hour service, we'd only cooked 11 more for uh, 27 orders. And we were rescheduled. We were scheduled to reopen at 5.30 that night for dinner service. And I had argued we should open at 5 so that people can get their take-home on their way home from work. instead of getting home and coming back out because people weren't going to come back out for for takeout food in a box. But our owner decided to just shut it down entirely. Uh, There was just too much risk for the servers. Uh, By then, we knew the asymptomatics represented a significant percentage of cases, and the risk from healthy spreaders was just too high. Uh, Even... After learning of our complete shutdown, it didn't yet feel like a new reality. I thought our owner was acting with an abundance of caution because he weighs life and death decisions correctly. And, but as I clocked out, I wondered how many thousands were clocking out before their time, before their scheduled hours were done for the week, and how many of them had empty wallets or pocketbooks waiting to be filled on payday. Uh, but living from paycheck to paycheck and make them very close to minimum wage. And now uh, they will get some piece of a check and maybe nothing the following payday. Uh, I'm fairly compensated and I have family nearby. Uh, Many of them don't. And of the tens of thousands of cooks are poorly compensated. Uh, They cook because they have no other employable skills or they have background issues preventing others from hiring them 
And then there are those crazy ones who just love cooking and the culture of the kitchen and the restaurant, uh, making a classic dish to perfection, maybe adding a little personal twist. They have passion. And indulging this passion is part of their pay. When an employer knows you love the work, he has a license to underpay you. He's providing you the means to indulge your passion. You don't have this kind of setup to indulge it at home. And in Florida, where I live, sun and sand are part of your pay. Uh, Try that with the electric company. Oh, wow. A a quick uh, real-time digression. Uh, My two dogs are lying on the bed, and, and one of them just passed gas. And this room is not large, so... Uh, that that smell was the entire ambience of the room. And I know it was the, my dog, Charlie, because I've had Charlie for seven years. And her farts have smelt just the same for seven years. Um, I, could, uh, I could pick her farts out of a fart lineup. I could describe them to a police sketch artist. And the other dog, Patches, didn't even move because that smell is like Beethoven to his nose. Anyway, apologies for the uh, canine flatulence digression. Uh, On to another digression. (laughs) I'm not apologetic about it because digressions are oftentimes more entertaining and informative uh, than the issue at hand. But uh, I wasn't trying to fire off a political diatribe about income inequality. Uh, Look what it did for Bernie Sanders. He ran his uh, 2016 primary campaign against Hillary on income inequality. Uh, It would have framed better had he said income fairness. Inequality is a negative word. Fairness is a positive word. It's about framing. Republicans know how to frame Second Amendment rights for a serial killer. Democrats can't frame the Mona Lisa. So, but anyway, back to two digressions ago. Load-paid workers being compensated in, in singles, in passion and sun and sand, or they get to live in Austin or Napa Valley or something like that. Uh, but that's not much of a prospect for the future, uh, and you're certainly not going to put anything in your 401k If you have one, you're not going to save up uh, money for a rainy day fund. Uh, But for me, it was only a few weeks. I'll struggle a little bit. Uh, I'll get some long neglected things done around the house. uh, Kind of a homebound vacation. So the next day, I receive an email from my son's daycare. They're going to be shuttering for two weeks beginning Friday. And this was on a Thursday. (laughs) So one day away. And on the same day, the superintendent of schools announces a a two-week shutdown of all public schools. And with that announcement, the new reality sunk in for me. This wasn't about a minor economic hardship. This was a public health crisis. This is life and death. Uh, Then the stock market begins to tank. The bears are beating at the gates, and these CEOs and stock market analysts aren't turning the nuclear key over a two-week interruption. That's a hiccup. These CEOs talked to the scientists, and the scientists told him two weeks is a Pollyanna projection. Uh, 
the reality is far worse. So knowing this is a public health crisis, uh, did I run to the store for gloves and masks, antiviral wipes, hand sanitizers, cans of chili? No, I ran home to file for unemployment compensation. And this was with the Florida Department of Economic Opportunity. Sounds pretty promising. Uh, But their website was designed by a guillotine operator in a clown suit or an idiot savant whose savant diagnosis was clearly a mistake while the idiot part was right on point. Uh, This is a disgraceful website when you consider its purpose is to assist people who have worked hard but lost their jobs nonetheless. Uh, We've paid our taxes for this very event. We've paid the salaries of the people in this agency, and this is the gratitude we receive. Now, we appreciate your sales tax and your property tax, but if you want a grain of rice from us, you'll have to negotiate this landmine. And uh, other like-minded desperados had hit DEFCON 5, just like I had, and uh, logged on to the unemployment website, and within 24 hours, the website had crashed. And it's a hard pill to swallow when you fall from the tightrope to discover the safety net is just a mirage. It's not. It's actually a tank of piranhas. You know, get your eyesight checked. And after this train wreck came the anticlimax, the uh, denouement for you artistic types. I had to create an online resume and agree to actively pursue employment. Five interviews a week. Everything's closing. We have to stand six feet apart. And I have to visit prospective employers for job interviews. There's a fundamental disconnect here between reality and utter stupidity. And it took the governor of Florida almost a week to waive the seeking employment obligation for unemployment claims. Uh, Just as a historical aside, Florida voters had as their choice for governor this knucklehead that we have hashtag Florida moron one or hashtag Florida junkie one Andrew Gillum Uh, that's like choosing between Hunt's ketchup and Del Monte ketchup Heinz isn't running and no matter who you vote for you're getting RC Cola not Coke or Pepsi but uh, back to the minefield masquerading as a public assistance website This thing has become the poster boy for government incompetence. Uh, As evidence, The Guardian published an article about the website and the Florida Unemployment Insurance Program in general, rated it to be the worst unemployment insurance in the United States. And quoted in that article, uh, anonymously of course, a uh, a staffer from Florida Moron One's office said, and I'm paraphrasing, This is a system designed to fail. It's a shit sandwich made by Rick Scott. And of course, he's just spraying some axe to get the stench off hashtag Florida Moron One. But if you get an irresistible hankering for a shit sandwich, uh, I suggest going to Subway and asking for for Rick Scott hashtag Florida Criminal One. He'll pile that shit on. Uh, Corporate be damned, no portion control. He's indulging his passion. There's no upcharge. Who thought that Hellbop Comet guy would be reincarnated as an elite shit sandwich artist? 
You could have got long odds with Vegas on that. They had got pegged as a product tester for micro condoms. But uh, hey, you got to admit it, he makes one mean shit sandwich. Uh, my Yelp rating, awful. Um, that's one of my favorite pairs of synonyms. A-W-F-U-L, awful, and O-F-F. I'm sorry, O-F-F-A-L, awful. One so perfectly describes the other. There's, uh, there's some lyricism in that. And as a further aside to Scott's shit sandwich-making artistry, something my father told me years ago in his Nietzsche-inspired aphoristic style, he said, if you drop a deuce that clogs your toilet, then your asshole is bigger than the throat of your toilet, and you may need a sphincter reduction. Anyway, sorry about all the digressions. All this shitty talk brings me back to the original issue, this overflowing toilet we call the Florida Reemployment Assistance website. And let me take you to the first page. It says, uh, We're sorry you've been laid off, been injured, or have lost your job otherwise through no fault of your own. Rest easy. We're here to help. This is why you pay your taxes, after all. Oh, no, never mind. That's not what it says. What it says is, what it is, it's a densely worded threat regarding the penalties for fraud. Don't fuck with us. You'll wish you were with Dr. Lee Win Lang. So be a good egg, enter the labyrinth, and watch out for the clown with the big axe. And that thunderous ovation brings episode two of my journal of the coronavirus to rest. To those politicians I skewered so ruthlessly, my apologies. Uh, maybe you should thicken your skin or take up another line of work, like shepherding. Uh, I promised at the end of the first episode that I would do better. I hope that I did. And on episode three, I promised to do even better. Uh, I look forward to your chance of getting to hear me again. Unforgettable Ruminations. <laughs>